and welcome to the C3 Pottstown Podcast. This week, Media Director John McKinley starts our new Thanksgiving series with a message entitled, Attitude of Gratitude. Here's a short clip of that. People pay attention to what we're doing, more so because we profess to be Christians, and suddenly anything can happen. No matter what circumstance you're in, no matter what you're doing, God can work in the split second of any situation. We hope you enjoy today's message, and you can always join us in person at C3 Pottstown in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. I want to welcome everyone to church this morning. I know Deb did that well. Uh, everyone who's watching online, thank you for joining us. Uh, we also rebooted the uh, C3 podcast, so everyone who's listening to the podcast, welcome as well. Uh, you can't see us, but I'm not that good looking anyway, so it doesn't matter. Just kidding, but we are thankful to have John back with us this morning. God for that. So today we're actually starting our Thanksgiving series. Even though it's Halloween, we're, we're looking forward right now. So the day before Thanksgiving, an elderly man got on his phone. He lived in Phoenix, and he called his son who was in New York. And he said, listen, your, your, your mom and I, we're done. We're getting a divorce. It's been 45 years of torture. We both hate each other. So you call your sister in Chicago, and you let her know. So he's frantic, and he, he calls his sister, and he goes, this is what dad just told me. And she was like, no, 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 no. That's not happening. They're not getting a divorce. I will call dad, and I will take care of this. So she gets on the phone to Phoenix, and she goes, you are not getting a divorce. I don't care what you're feeling right now. You don't do anything until I get there. My brother and I will be there tomorrow. You don't do a thing. Do you hear me? So they hang up the phone, and the dad in Phoenix leans over to his wife and goes, okay, honey, the kids are coming for Thanksgiving, and they're paying for their own flights. <laughs> if you'd like, turn in your Bibles with me to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16. If you don't have your Bibles, it'll be up on the screens. But while you're turning there, I'll tell you another true story. When I was... I don't know, between the ages of five and eight, my mom thinks it was third grade, maybe fourth grade. I decided I was gonna be a big help and my brother and I were home alone. I don't know what they were doing, but I figured I'd start dinner. I wanted to help and I love turkey. Who else likes turkey? I love turkey. And we just so happened to have a turkey in the freezer. So I take the turkey out of the freezer you know, I take it out of its wrap or whatever. I stand it up straight on an eight-inch pie pan and put it in the oven. <laughs> Needless to say, we did not enjoy turkey that night. <laughs> Let's go to the scripture, though. 1 Thessalonians 5.16 says, Be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Now, we're going to touch on the scripture a lot today. So if you have a bookmark, if you want to mark that, dog ear it, whatever you want to do, we're going to go back to it in case you want to go to other scriptures as well. But first, let's pray. God, we thank you. We truly thank you for today. We truly thank you for the opportunities that you've given us. We thank you for the circumstances that you've put in our lives God, we thank you for the good things. And God, I pray today we will learn that even through the bad things, we still thank you. 
God, open our ears. Let us be receptive to your word today. God, don't let these words be from me, but let them be from you. In your name we pray, amen. You know, as we approach this Thanksgiving season, I want to pose a question. It's, and it's a threefold question. So that should gratitude always be expressed? Should gratitude be expansive? And is it expected? You know, there's, there's trials in our lives and there's accidents and there's deaths of family members and friends and there's negative consequences of sin and all of these fall onto Christians and non-Christians alike. But keep in mind what key text says in Thessalonians here. See, it says, be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. It doesn't say to give thanks for the circumstance. Did you read that? In all circumstances, not for all circumstances, but that in Christ there is victory, triumph and guidance to be found through all circumstances. No matter how terrible a situation may be, how many know that there are yes and amen promises in the Bible? Amen? And one of those promises, no matter how bad things get, God tells us, never will I leave you nor forsake you. Amen? So the first thing we want to consider today is should gratitude always be expressed? In Romans chapter 1, it says, For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him. See here, Paul is describing a lost world. A group of people, these people knew about God. They knew of his existence. They knew his powerful workings and about his laws and decrees. They knew about God, yet they still didn't thank him. And the book of Roman tells us that their thinking became vain and their hearts were darkened. Kind of sounds like Paul was writing for today, right? The Bible is relevant today. And this is why I say gratitude is always to be expressed. We are to give thanks always. Scripture speaks of two obligations of man to God. The first obligation is praising him. The second obligation is obeying him. You see, man was created for worship. And, and I don't like to focus on worship because I'm a musician, because I'm a worship leader. I focus on worship a lot because we're told to, first of all. We're told to worship, but worship does something. And that something can be a little different for each person. It puts that person, however it works for you, into the presence of God and allows you a direct connection to the throne room. Prayer does the same thing. Man was created for worship, and if we refuse to let God have that place of true honor, which rightly belongs to him, then we're gonna put something else in his place. We're gonna have some sort of idol, but true victories in life are won by Christians who are joyful, prayerful, and thankful. So we are to express gratitude always. I mean, the Bible even tells us, David wrote in Psalms, praise be to the Lord, to God our Savior, who daily bears our burdens. We are always to be thankful for God's daily goodness and mercy. But I mean, there's more in the Bible too. Second Corinthians says we're to thank God for his indescribable gift, Jesus Christ. Paul says we're to thank God continually for those who receive God's word. And there's Psalm after Psalm that reminds us to express gratitude to God. 
In fact, Psalm 54 says, I will sacrifice a free will offering to you. I will praise your name, O Lord, for it is good. For he has delivered me out of all my troubles. Have you ever taken a look at Paul's epistles as a whole? How Paul's writing, what he's writing about. The theme of Paul's epistles often point Christians to thankfulness, correct? Paul tells us for what the law was powerless to do, the Holy Spirit brought to life. So all true born-again Christians, because of what the law was powerless to do, the Holy Spirit brings to life, all true born-again Christians are very grateful for the cleansing power of the Holy Spirit's work. Amen? But knowing that, and you agreed to that, when was the last time that you thanked God for the person who planted the seeds of the gospel in your life? Have you ever? Have you thanked him for the intercessors, the prayer warriors that he sent on your behalf? Have you thanked God for those who feed the word to other people and for those who are putting God's word out into the world? Have you ever thanked God for your parents who have been given biblical oversight over you? When was the last time you thanked God for your wife or your husband? When was the last time you thanked God for his provision? There's so many things, so much that we can be thankful for. So gratitude is to be expressed always. We need to constantly be thanking God because everything comes from him. And we'll touch on that in a little bit. But it's also to be expansive. You know, the Holy Spirit moved Paul the Apostle to write, back to our key text, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. You know, the, the two words, all circumstances, make this urging from the Lord pretty difficult, right? If we were told to give thanks in most things, or if we were told to give thanks in good things, that'd make it pretty easy, right? That'd be pretty easy to obey that. But you know, what's that old saying? Practice what you preach, right? Practice what you preach. So give thanks in all things. And you know, Paul, he lived what he preached. In fact, we clearly see that in Acts chapter 16. We're not going to read this whole text word for word, verse for verse, because it's Acts 16 through 34. If you want to write that down and read the entire thing later, absolutely have at it. Acts chapter 16, verses 16 through 34. But we're going to dissect it a little bit here. But, but what we see here is such a mighty work of God. And in this portion of scripture regarding the Lord's intervening for those who praise him expansively. You know, the Apostle Paul, in the name of Jesus, cast out a devil from a girl who could tell the future in this portion of Scripture. And you know, her owners, they weren't happy about this because just like that, their way of life, their income was gone. So they took Paul and Silas and they dragged them in front of the magistrates. And after being stripped and beaten, they were thrown into the inner cell and they were put into stocks. The Bible tells us after, or about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the other prisoners were listening to them. So our biblical examples here, Paul and Silas expressed expansive praise and others heard it. So in Acts chapter 16, if you have your Bibles, if you like to highlight in your Bibles or you like to underline things in your Bibles, I want you to underline this part. And the other prisoners were listening to them. If you have your notes with you, underline your notes. And the other prisoners were listening to them. 
This biblical account sets the heartbeat for those with Holy Spirit illumination of the attitude of gratitude in being called to the work of the Lord. You know, one would think that Paul and Silas would be bemoaning their plight right now, that they would be complaining. I mean, most certainly they were suffering. They had just gotten flogged. They were beaten. But instead of complaining, we hear praying and we hear singing. Notice that Paul and Silas, they're not demanding a miracle here. They're not telling God, you need to get us out. You need to save us. Rather, they're enjoying the power of praise. They're enjoying the power of praise. As the heartbeat of praise is given in extreme difficult circumstances, the Bible says suddenly, everybody say suddenly. Suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. Now I emphasize suddenly because like it or not, people are listening to us. Like it or not, People pay attention to what we're doing, more so because we profess to be Christians. And suddenly, anything can happen. No matter what circumstance you're in, no matter what you're doing, God can work in the split second of any situation. Suddenly, God took over. Now, what Paul and Silas went through, that would be a sight to see, right? You're sitting there in stocks in the middle of the prison and you're singing to God and an earthquake happens, everything opens up, your chains fall off. The presence of God's Holy Spirit must have been extremely powerful. You know, because after the, the guard called for lights, the jailer fell before Paul and Silas trembling and said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? You know, the Bible says in John chapter 16, the work of the Holy Spirit is to convict the world of sin and God's righteousness. Paul and Silas then shared the gospel. He said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved, you and your household. Paul and Silas also shared the gospel with the jailer's household. Luke tells us that the jailer was filled with joy because he and his family had come to believe in God. So all in one night, this is one night, Paul and Silas were beaten, they were thrown into prison, and they were freed by the intervention of God, and then they celebrated, they were royally entertained in the home of rejoicing new converts. Expansive praise will usher in the presence of God's Holy Spirit, and great things can happen suddenly. We can't control that. We don't dictate when God works. That's why we always have to be ready. The second point is our expansive praises are heard by others. We already covered that, but expansive praise birthed from a sure trust in the sovereignty of God proves there's something different about Christians in comparison to those who live in the world. Do people around you know that regardless of your circumstances, good or bad, you live a life of praise to God? You know, Christians who are spirit-led in all circumstances, they obey the advice of Philippians chapter 2, verses 14. And real quick, before I go over this verse, we, we, already, we were told the kids were staying up here today. So C3 kids, make some noise. Yeah. I was pretty pathetic. Let's make some noise. Yeah. All right, that's too much. Be quiet. But... 
Now that I have your attention, kids, I want you to listen to this scripture as well. In Philippians chapter 2, it says, do everything without complaining or arguing. I'm looking right at Aubrey. <laughs> but you know, the, 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 the writer could have just stopped right here. Do everything without complaining and arguing. Plain and simple, black and white, it's done. But what is the biggest question that kids like to ask? Why? And the Bible continues, they answer the why. So that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a crooked and depraved generation in which you shine like stars in the universe as you hold out, hold out the word of life. Our praises are to be expansive and gratitude is to be expected. You know, the heartbeat of an attitude of gratitude is the foundation of our key text today. Be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. You know, it shouldn't really be a burden to express gratitude, correct? It shouldn't be a hardship to express gratitude. And you know, when Paul was inspired by the Holy Spirit, he wrote, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So if there's not a wellspring of thanksgiving boiling up out of your heart, we don't even have to go that far. There doesn't even have to be a wellspring of thanksgiving. If you don't show gratitude, you're not in the will of God. Our third point today is gratitude is the mark of a growing Christian. All right, let's take this for example. Babies, they're not born being able to express gratitude, correct? I mean, you could take, if you have a colicky baby, you could walk that baby all night long. And when you lay it back down, they're not going to express any thanksgiving. They're not, they, they don't care that you've lost sleep. They don't care that you're crying probably just as much as they are. They can't express thanksgiving because they're just a baby. But as the child begins to grow, good parents train the child to say thank you. And as the child continues to grow, he's expected to show gratitude by the way they live. If, if parents don't train their children that way, then their child will grow up to live a self-centered life. It's a sign of maturity when our children reach a point of living selfless gratitude. I mean, we don't want to be like the little boy who said thank you to his grandmother for a piece of pie that she had just put in front of him. She said, oh, I like when you say thank you. And he said, I will say it again if you put ice cream on top of the pie. We're not to say thanks to get more. That's not how relationships work. You're not nice to get something in return. You're not thankful because you expect something. We're to say thanks simply as an expression of gratitude. We express gratitude by becoming a giving Christian. When a Christian matures, he takes his eyes off himself so he can notice the needs of others first. Then he can sacrificially serve others as he meets their needs. You know, James tells us pure and genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. So what he's saying is God accepts pure and faultless religion as those who take care of the needy. I mean, Jesus even makes a great promise to those who would just give any of his disciples a drink of water. 
It's the little things. It doesn't have to be something, there's no grandeur expected. The little things, we show gratitude to God and for the things he's done for us by helping others in the name of Jesus Christ. You know, James also tells us, whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. A thankful Christian will be a giving Christian. I mean, it's, it's been well said, Thanksgiving is just thanks, then giving. I mean, you can give without being thankful, but you can't be thankful without giving. When you give, you're not only acknowledging that everything you have is already coming from the Lord, but you're expressing your gratitude to him. One of pastor's last emails that he sent out actually talked about this. It talked about using your gifts that God has given you and giving those back to God to share him with others. You know, when you come to church, it's not always money we talk about when we talk about giving. We know the kids are up here. Do you know why the kids are up here? Because we need help downstairs. Every month, there's a fifth Sunday in the month, the kids will be up here because we need help downstairs. We have four women who have taken over the children's department during this transition, and we're extremely grateful for that, but they can't do everything. The media department needs help. The, uh, the women's department needs help. The men's department needs help. There's things that you are gifted with, and it's not finances. You could be gifted with finances. That's great if you are. But there's giftings in your life that you can give back to God by serving others. You know, if you don't know the email that I'm talking about from Pastor, then do yourself a favor and go to ramckinley.com and sign up for his mailing list. You'll be glad you did. He's not paying me to say this. <laughs> he doesn't even know I'm saying this, but he knows now. Hello. But he has his devotionals online. He has a blog. He sends out these emails. They're great little reminders throughout the week of things that we could take for granted, things that we just forget about sometimes in the faith. A true attitude of gratitude will change your life. It will shield you from becoming overcritical. It will draw you closer to the Lord, and it will make you more aware of his presence. In 1 Peter, the Bible says, you are a chosen people belonging to God so that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. An attitude of gratitude affirms the heart of the psalmist who wrote, how can I repay the Lord for all his goodness to me? Then he answers his own question, I will lift the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. Would you stand with me? I, I've already said it. God's not expecting huge things out of us. God expects praise. God expects thanksgiving. God expects gratitude. You know, we're, we're told in the Bible, go, go and make disciples. You know, we're, we're, we are expected to share God with others. We are expected to live in a way that others know that God is in us. 
But nine times out of 10, we don't even have to go out of our way to do that, correct? Everyone around us sees us. Everyone around us is listening to us. Everyone around us knows who we are sometimes better than we know ourselves. So where, where are you at this morning? I, I'm not perfect with this. You can ask Mandy. I don't express gratitude probably near as much as I should. And if I can't express gratitude to my wife as much as I should, then what's my, what's my relationship with the Lord look like? How, how am I fitting into what the, the Bible says? And that's something that I work on on a daily basis. I can't be the only one. And I don't want to judge anybody and I don't want to call anybody out. I don't want you to raise your hands. I don't want you to come up here and say, I need to be more attitude of gratitude-y. That's, that's not what we're here for. This is a self-examination. This is look inside yourself and look in your own hearts and just think, God, what can I do better? What areas do I need to fix? What areas do I need your help? Because you know what? These things that we're asked to do in the Bible, we can't always do it on our own. God's put people in our life to, to build us up. And the, the biggest person that he's put in our lives is Jesus. The most selfless person that's ever been in history is Jesus. Everything comes back to Jesus. Amen? Everything in the Bible, everything in our lives comes back to Jesus and how we can deepen that relationship with him. And you know what? We mess up. We mess up a lot. As, as a people in general, I mess up a lot. But this song that Eli's about to sing... If you listen to it, we, we've sang it thousands of times, it seems. And we take these words on the screen for granted. Sometimes we take the words in our Bible for granted. But do you know that this is the living word of God and it is not void. It does not return empty handed to him. We can gain knowledge, understanding, peace. What you're looking for Jesus has an answer for it. Words on a screen, songs, it doesn't matter, but you need to listen to the words and you need to actually let the words come into you. Because you know what? We can stand up here and we can sing Kumbaya and we can hold hands and we can sing Jesus loves the little children, but until you actually say, yes, I believe that, yes, that's for me, pointless we're just playing a part until we get to the point where we can say thank you God I took another breath until we get to the point where we say thank you God I didn't get a flat tire today I left trunk or treat last and I was this close to getting my first buck of the season on a back road <laughs> thank you God he turned around although he had a nice rack. Until we can thank God for the little things. We don't have to only thank him for big things. 
It's the littlest things that were, it's so simple. And yet I screw up. So let's sing this song because you know what? No matter how much we screw up, no matter how much we run from God, even if we don't realize we're doing it, God is jealous for us. He loves us. He loves you. Watching online right now, he loves you. And there's nothing you can do about it. He will love you always. that accept him into your life if you're watching online if you're listening to the podcast God has a plan for you there is a purpose for your life if you're struggling with anything you can write uh, in the comment section online if you have a prayer request you don't have to be specific but you do have to know we are praying for you if you're listening to the podcast know we are praying for you we don't know your name we don't know what you look like but that doesn't mean God can't touch you exactly where you are and it doesn't mean that we can't lift you up in prayer let's sing together Thanks for tuning in to this week's C3 podcast. We hope you tune in next week as well. If you would like to partner with us financially to spread this even further, go to c3potstown.com give. Have a great day.